Have you ever been part of a group, maybe your neighborhoods, best friends, business people, just college friends, whoever that is, you're part of a group where you feel very comfortable. It seems that over a period of time you develop trust, you can share a lot of things, everyone seems to get along, and we're very familiar. And so we like being there. And then one day one of the members said, hey, I'd like to bring someone along to join our group. And people go, ugh. <laughs> How can we develop trust? Who is this person? Man, we've had everything going well. And now you're bringing this person into the group? And not everyone handles that very well. Sometimes people live a long life and grieve for the old days. Oh, back then it was much better. Now we don't know this person. Some people leave the group over time saying, I just can't accept this way. I don't like the people they're bringing in now. I'm not very comfortable. We had it better when it was just for us. It's hard being human, isn't it? And it's hard welcoming people, especially when it's something good. We want it for ourselves. We want to claim it. And if we lose control, we give it to people that we don't know, we may not trust, we may not like, we may not understand. That's why I love the Acts of the Apostles. People who want a perfect church and people who want a perfect parish needs to read Acts of the Apostles. Not that we shouldn't have high standards. Our standards should be very high. But we are human. And in that humanity, we are reminded through the Acts of the Apostles, it is through wisdom of the Holy Spirit and God's grace that we are unified as a community, but it takes a lot of work. And so in today's Acts of the Apostles, we see the community starting to grow. And there's tension as it leaves Jerusalem with the Jews who are converting, and then all of a sudden these Greeks who come in from different areas they have a different philosophy, a different language, a different custom. Boy, have you tasted their food? Yeah, you know. They're not like us. And so the tension grows in the community because there's also factions of the Jews and of the Greeks. And so when the community is striving for unity and it grows because of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Hebrews, the Jews who are in charge of the community giving alms, seem to shortchange the Greek widows. And there's people being upset. This isn't fair. This isn't right. So they go to the apostles. And the apostles do amazing things. They listen. And they respond to the concerns of the community. And seven Greek men are chosen to help with the distribution of the alms. And they do this to help preserve unity, but also to help the community grow and accept one another. It's not an easy thing. In today's second reading from 1 St. Peter, he tells us about us being living stones, that Jesus is the cornerstone, and we are the living stones. In other words, you and I who are baptized, who make up the body of Christ, the church, have an important role. The living stones then that are unified and that we are sent out to the world as a priestly people. Now, in the past, there was a class of the elitist priesthood. 
But now all of you here today share in the priesthood of Jesus. What does that mean? You mediate between God and people. When you leave here today and go to schools, go to work, go to your neighborhoods, when you're out in society, you are priestly people. And you remind people of their role that they belong. God wants all the living stones going together. All people are called to be a new people, not just the selected few. That's the challenge. Did you hear today's invitation by Jesus for all of you here today? Some of you are already asleep and bored, so wake up, because this is a good part. <laughs> Jesus says, I'm going to go and prepare a place for you. It's intimacy. It's that God says, you will be with me, and I want to be with you, and I'm going to prepare a place for you. And then he says, how do we accomplish that? Because I am the way. And what is the way? Self-giving love. That's the only way to the Father, is self-giving love. And so as we have this great good news that Jesus loves all humanity, that God wants all nations to gather together, and all people, you and I can kind of revert back to our small groups and say, ooh, I liked it when it was small and just us, and we were like one another, and we didn't speak a different language or have different foods or different ideas. Let's go back to the old days. That's the sin of the church, to keep things small, to exclude. Here's what all three readings are saying today, that whoever society marginalizes, demonizes, cuts off, excludes, degrades, humiliate, act cruelly towards, they are meant to have a home in God's church. That's a hard thing, isn't it? Because we like our mass, our pew, our language, our thoughts. We finally got things figured out and we're comfortable. And now you're asking us to bring a whole set of people in. Uh-uh. I'm not open to that. Then we really cease to be church. And yet today we have people who are leaders of Christians, people who claim that they're Christians, behave not like Christ, but will exclude people, who will say they have no part, no value in us, it's not until they are morally pure can they be part of our family. Or that they have to think this way or buy this dogma and dogma before they're able then to really be Catholic or Christian or part of God's favor. And so the challenge is, can we be like the apostles that listen to one another? This is what the, the apostles did. They didn't ignore the problem. They didn't say, Greeks, go away and figure it out or go back where you came from. They listened and they responded. Doesn't mean it's always easy, but they called upon the Spirit to guide. Peter reminds us that all people are called to share in the priesthood. 
that Jesus is the cornerstone rejected by the builders. And sometimes the rejection is done by good old church people because they fail to see Christ in every human being. And we make judgments then that they don't have to be loved, they can be ignored, they can be told to go away, come back where they came from, or don't be part of here, or don't show yourself at the table until you get your life together. The rejection by the builders of the cornerstone is sometimes the church community. How embarrassing. How sad. That's why our young people many times are walking away because they look at people who claim to be Christian who speak so cruelly, so demonizing their friends of who they are, rather than accepting. Now, when you accept someone, you walk towards the truth together with great patience. You know, I've seen a lot of conversion, a lot of people who've changed their lives to the Lord even deeper, even if they've been a, a Catholic going through every step every year. I've seen conversion at 95 years old. What took so long? God's patient. And so whoever we welcome in, we walk to the truth together. And finally, we don't allow certain people to be in our place. When Jesus says, I am going to go and prepare a place for you. He's talking to all of us, but he's also talking to all nations and all people. And the only way that Jesus is the way isn't just making the sign of the cross, receiving communion, and saying your morning and evening prayers. That doesn't even come close. That by itself will never get you close to the kingdom of God. But the self-giving love for every person is the way. And so, this is our nice little 8.30 group today. You look, you feel comfortable. You're used to it. No one's going to scare you. No one's going to demand anything of you because you're ready to go golf or shop or do whatever after Mass. And now you're being asked to bring more people in. Woo! And some of you pine for the old days when it was small and cozy and everybody got along. But we have something good that people want and need. And so what kind of church are we going to be? Whoever is rejected by society needs to find a home here. That's the challenge of scriptures, of every doctrine and dogma Every Christian writing has reminded us. Who needs to be welcomed here? All I can really tell you to response to today's homily and gospel is this. Whoever you're rejecting, whoever you belittle, whoever you look down upon, that needs to change. Who are you not doing that towards? Who are we not having, letting have a place in our lives and our hearts? Self-giving love is what we ought to be doing.